listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Black like my baby girl stare. Black like the veil that the Muslim men are wear. Black like the planet that they fear. Why they scared? Black like the slave ship belly that brought us here. Black like the cheeks that are roadway that are roadways for tears that leave black faces well traveled with years. Black like a sausage crosshairs. Blacker than my granddaddy armchair. He never really got no time to chill there because this life is warfare. Hey, hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tells podcast. Your host Rod and Karen we're in the house on a saturday which means it is feedback time mm-hmm. feedback saturday everybody's favorite um it's where we re- talk to you guys about the things that you had to say about the things that we said throughout the week you can leave feedback in a variety of ways the easiest of which probably being to go to the blackouttest.com and leave comments on the post and vote in the polls and leave comments there you can also email us the blackout test at gmail.com we prefer for people that aren't crazy to email us uh you know people that know how to use spaces in sentences and one period yeah spell things out um also uh you can leave five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we appreciate people that do that if we like them we'll read them on the show as you'll see today Mm -hmm. um no stitcher today but we did get some itunes um the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and uh today is uh what day is it i don't know day a lot for uh (laughs) bobby schmerner like 480 i believe a whole bunch um all right without any further ado let's get into the people that actually did donate to the show i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song is for you today's a new day that's right new day new dollars dollar dollar bill y'all cash rules everything around here um tawana j recurring donator thank you tawana yes lena s lena s i believe that is a brand new recurring donator thank you lena yes thank you sweetie muhammad h recurring donator i believe that's new Mm -hmm. sabine in in sabine in that's new i mean that's not new that sabine been around thanks sabine cedric w cedric entertainer recurring donator Mm -hmm. we got a one-time donation from charlene charlene i hope i pronounced that right uh hey rod hey karen cute court uh choir organ the lord put it on my heart to (laughs) donate to the church today thank you i found y'all through the old spoiled movie reviews then i was inadvertently annoyed annoying rod on twitter until we had a tweet to heart and now we go together well that's how it happens uh (laughs) yeah you follow with everybody first uh karen is my bff in my head because we both like movies wine and chilling in the house yes i'm usually too strapped to donate but i talk you up whenever i go and i uh, whenever i go out and i write a review and i wrote a review a while out ago thank you so when i got that itunes bandwidth message i was so sad but the lord had a solution i just got my tax return so i (laughs) took that as a sign that the lord was making a way out of no funds i appreciate that maybe one day i can go premium but until then i appreciate all the work you do to give us quality content for free love you lenore oh thank, thank you, you lenore. sweetie yeah, i get yeah i did get into it with lenore 312 i remember that and we do go together now it was like that thing where um i think people and this is just people's different like when you're listening to something 
most like there's some people that hit you up all the time where they're like oh i agree with you on this i i, I really love the show i do that and then there's some people that they kind of take for granted like i agree with you most of the time i don't say anything so you obviously i would never know that mm-hmm. and then when you do pop up it's like i don't agree with this thing or i think you were wrong about that and it's like if that happens a couple of times i don't have like in my mind i only associate you with you don't like me or you don't like right. my opinion or you disagree with me so the only times i see you pop up my eyes roll to the back of my head like here we go what did i fuck up this time right. or what are you gonna disagree with me about or whatever and um you know sometimes i think on the internet you know especially on twitter and stuff you can get i mean it happens all the time you get dismissive you get defensive um and you know sometimes i just try to have a real moment with people like look man this like this this is i can't think of you positively if you only show up to say something negative of the two hours of shit you talked about i didn't like this one thing so we kind of i think we kind of came to an understanding man and uh yeah we cool now so thank you for the donation lenore and honestly i just have forgot to pay the bandwidth thing so yeah uh, <laughs> so, i know some people hit the thing and i didn't even know it. roger was sitting there and he played something in the, in the sound and the uh, uh stitch or whatever told was like hey uh this podcast you played uh cannot play because it had you know it's bandwidth is maxed out i was like who was that he was like us i was like how that happened yeah my bad y'all linwood c recurring donator kevin m hit us with a one-time donation and put a message love y'all thanks kevin thank you we love you back mm-hmm. noel w hit us with that new fresh recurrent donation welcome to the new members class mm-hmm. conrad will be right with you uh double a media recurrent donation uh i hope i pronounced this right Ijioma. uh brand new recurrent donation thank, thank you. you very much uh pamela recurrent donation thank you very much pamela uh kimberly recurrent donation and she's brand new kimberly jake thank you thank you uh go to the new members class vicky i recurrent donator and i believe vicky's new a lot of new people signing up uncle sam been good to y'all and we appreciate y'all being good to us um all right let's get into the other feedback all right let's do this so we have uh comments on the site we have five star reviews on itunes i guess we'll start with the reviews first uh that's what i like to do um so first one is from the fuel i need and i hope i'm pronouncing this right but it looks like amoeba sammy uh so (laughs) amoeba sammy writes i hate that i'm so late to the game and just discovered this podcast a few months ago every episode challenges me to really consider my perspectives and why i hold the beliefs i do as an african-american i cringe at the use of nigger so flippantly well it's n-i-g-g-a but okay the same way i cringe at bitch uh uses the term endearment for women understood understood it's not for everybody but i understand the rationale for why maybe i gotta work on some respectability nonetheless an amazing podcast that provides fuel that enables me to continue the fight against injustice and oppression uh and who knew there was so much sword ratchetness in the world well there is a lot <laughs> that whole lot yeah and uh yeah i understand if you can't get with the n-word or uh even when we comedically say bitch as an exclamation point or something as a joke uh you know it i i get the show's not for everybody we uh have our own sense of humor and it doesn't necessarily fall in line with uh, a lot of stuff uh but it's kind of we've determined our own humorous line that we've followed for years and um you know it develops as, as time goes on but 
i'm not gonna lie i can't never picture a day where i'm not saying the n-word because <laughs> me either that's that you know i don't see anything wrong with it personally yeah because nigga is a person place a thing is a verb is an adjective you know it, it just speaks on its own in certain situations yeah you know and especially amongst uh you know black people i don't have any issue with black people using it uh j smooth dollar sign 12 said smiley face five star review and uh five stars and then the uh actual review was smiley face thank you see y'all ain't got to be long Mm -hmm. and the smiley face in the review had a nose so oh uh second chance by k is for killjoy i listened for my review two weeks ago and it never happened so i guess i screwed up reviewing now i get to try again you can assume that my first review was super witty and would have been great on the air deserving of a thank you sweetie from karen everything i can aspire to just wanted to let you guys know that i love the show my best friend turned me on to it and we love discussing the show and all the 100 percent correct stuff you guys both say thank you finally a listener who gets me <laughs> i appreciate you ks for killjoy calling up here to let me know that we are always right and on time that's what i need to hear uh even when you're only 99 percent correct god damn it killjoy <laughs> you were so close <laughs> oh why'd you did type you that last the name ah oh kill joy they did kill my joy just like <laughs> that anyway even when you're only 99 percent correct i give it gives me something to think about again love the show thanks for everything you do yes thank you sweetie oh i'm just striving for 100 percent total agreement with everyone in the audience why is that such an unrealistic thing for me to want i don't know can't y'all all love and adore me but stay at arm's length uh this podcast stay lit five stars by dmont 2791 hello Ryder karen i've been listening to this podcast for about six months and i have enjoyed every episode <coughs> starting strong to be honest i found your podcast by typing black people into the itunes search bar <laughs> yep that's one thing about our name if you google black podcast or you google black in any other um application for a uh, podcast we normally hit yeah. the number one search we will come up and anyone writing an article on black podcast we'll skip it and then no, uh, they they'll let you know mm-hmm. they'll let you yeah, know who because they don't google that <laughs> they don't google black they just listen to something and pick everything associated with i them. like to think they do and then they just skip over us like yeah. not, not these niggas not, not, yeah they probably listen go, Mm-mm. No, I, I can't it. tell all of mashable about these niggas right. uh honestly i got <laughs> <laughs> and and i'm telling you right now baby i'm glad you just stuck around so long but i promise you you hang around long enough you don't get offended mad or upset at some shit we said uh yeah you won't agree with something it's just a matter of time right honestly i got tired of mainstream media and was looking for an unapologetically black outlet with this podcast i got all of that and more this podcast is a celebration of black love along with fun and insightful commentary and all that i would like to say i love this podcast and you two are greatly appreciated by the way i'm born and raised in florida so i might be one on one of your segments one day <laughs> with not, much baby. love and blessings i hope not stay safe sweetie yeah only thing we cover from florida is crime typically bad shit so i hope crime or them passing some fucked up law like they do here in north carolina yeah hopefully you don't make a segment because that's that's never a good probably sign. not gonna be good you know uh <laughs> long time listening to the show got decapitated today <laughs> right i know Sore right ratchetness old florida uh we also had comments on the website uh episode 1171 was a feedback show and uh, we got some comments there uh amani says happy birthday again karen thank you and you're so right birth 
birthdays are our days and i'm not even big on doing much to celebrate this year all i did was go to the movies but that's still my day and i'll be damned if i'm going to spend that working to make money for someone else unfortunately i ended up seeing batman versus superman all hugs but we can't win them all thank god for your spoiled movie review damn movie made my made me more and more angry the more i think about it i know yeah because initially i was not that mad but just the more me and roger talked about it and the longer the ride was to the i mean the ride wasn't that long home but the the longer we've seen in the car the <laughs> god uh brianna says happy birthday karen thank you baby i take them all month long uh and the poll was is your mother's name martha and <laughs> the you could either say yes or batman would kill me and uh a hundred percent of our audience would get killed by batman because they mama's name ain't martha batman would kill me too then yeah well and they start with an m but that i know it ain't martha i mean he has a, a short list of rules that he follows and he doesn't kill people with their mama named martha apparently um eleven seventy two smashing prices where we have my man danny hatch on from that's the show with danny on the mm. keith and the girl mm, network that was fun yeah man love danny man he Me was too. great guest um and a lot of people i saw tweeted about it and stuff so that, that was cool mm. um we got some comments um amani writes in i wasn't going to bring it up again but hearing you talk about batman superman because see amani just left that comment yesterday about batman superman and then we talked about it fortuitously uh fortuitously i guess fortuitously anyway we talked show. about it the next the show and i guess they were like let me holler back uh just brought the rage out again even if killing and using guns wasn't completely fucking contrary to the spirit of batman it doesn't even make sense in the story snyder's telling how you calling out batman for killing people when you going out and, i mean how you calling out superman for killing people when you going out and killing everyone too i know with missiles and shit <laughs> You could have had you could have had Batman be the counterpoint to Superman's unchecked power, and Clark could have called out his vigilantism. The whole point of that fight could have been Bruce teaching him there's always a way to beat impossible odds and still not kill. But instead of Rick and Morgan type of debates, they learned their mother's names, and I'm getting angrier just typing. <laughs> But I'm still not as mad as those racist Islamophobes who tried to intimidate the nation of Islam and the Black Panthers. Hey, that was a good transition. Good job. Uh, that's the definition of picking the wrong one. But that's why I'm always drawn to people who are going to fight back. Just like when folks shut down the Trump rally in Chicago. Sometimes bigotry just needs to get checked directly. Amazing show as always. And Danny was great. Love y'all for Martha's sake. <laughs> Thanks, Amani. Thank you yeah i yeah i i i'm a i'm i'm drawn to people who fight back too you know i'm a bit of a fighter myself like i don't i i like i know there's all these camps of thought just ignore it it'll go away or just be nice and turn the other cheek and i'm more of a nah go fuck yourself you i i i don't hmm. i think for me i don't want to say i have to be provoked but it just depends on how it emotionally hit me there are some things that i'm like you know what i'm good then there are some things that uh if i uh decide that this particular thing is something that i'm going to fight back on depending on what it is i could be very dogmatic about it and very hard and like no matter what i'm gonna see this out to the end and if i get about that on a particular subject it's normally not pretty yeah um angel says 
i have not seen the batman vs superman movie but i refuse to go see it after my mother took my five-year-old son to see the movie grandparents and the next day he did a comparison of the comic book we taught him how to read at an early age to the movie and he talked about how disappointed he was after that i was like hell nah from the mouth of children oh got the baby upset eve says i tried to talk myself into believing that batman vs superman was a solid three out of five but i think i only rated it as high as i did because henry cavill is so sexy if it wasn't for him i'd probably give it a one well you and jl covan probably boosted it up a little bit that movie was so boring the best part was wonder woman and the snippet about the future justice league members i should have known this movie would be garbage because the trailer didn't look interesting i hope the suicide squad is much better but i'm i I mean because i'm actually looking forward to that one yeah they ain't gonna get me i ain't looking forward to nothing from dc again me too like like me and roger talked about that i'm to the point to where my expectation for anything the dc make right now is zero and they're gonna have to build upon that because i was so furious because my expectations were so high and i'm to the point where like if you don't give a fuck why should i care about your product Mm mm-hmm uh and the poll was easy it was will will male birth control catch on no way or yes men will take it as much as women uh 30 percent of the audience thinks men will take it as much as women i don't because for most men it's not ingrained in them to take birth control and 70 percent said no way it's funny as much as men bitch about women trying to trap them that would be one way to ensure that it never happens again and i guarantee men still won't take it no 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 just just you know it's it's one of those things where everything falls in the woman's lap even if the man can do something to protect himself it don't matter you know it's one of them things where uh everybody wants to accuse the woman of everything and when people go well dog uh if you know you can take precautions why well, i gotta take precautions well if you took precautions you wouldn't be in these situations i agree i think uh i think men are just conditioned to have that privilege of not having to do shit so they won't right. you know what i mean if even though they say even though they're like the consequences women be trapping people these bitches you can't trust them they're still gonna be like i don't want to take no pill though the side effect is it might make you thirsty or something you know like right, it won't not, even like it not, don't even matter what the side effect is right won't even fuck your hormones up yeah. you won't lose hair you won't have a chance of a blood clot not possible that you can get cancer right. none of that shit because that's the shit that women have to deal with but you know men go what it made me blink twice as fast no okay fuck you uh blink twice as fast uh we had yeah, episode because that's how dumb it is it don't matter what right. the, like i said it don't matter what the side effects are it right. can give you goddamn super hair it but it just it can make you superman dudes were like nah fuck that <laughs> episode i don't want to be flying and shit right uh, i bought that car i just bought that car i'm gonna be flying i ain't gonna get no use out of my car uh episode 1173 dead mouse uh we talked about that mouse i killed and d'angelo russell and swaggy p a bunch of shit anyway will in toronto says shout out to the idiot that runs lululemon's twitter account because they got tried to come for beyonce told you some intern got fired y'all i guarantee you that that's you know because a lot of times they don't really well they may have somebody that works for the company but odds are mm -mm. uh laugh my fucking ass off rule number one on that app is don't fuck with the beehive uh doesn't surprise me though because that company been on some arrogant bullshit for some time now I'm glad that Mitchell received that Lucille treatment. Me and you know what, me too. Not only that, uh, from what I've heard, um, uh, their shit ain't made for people over a size two. So you know, most women, you know, what Lululemon, right? That stuff is really tiny, how and you, really small. How, okay, how do you know that? Oh, because I've heard women talking about it, okay. like like women talking about you know y'all going after Beyonce, but y'all don't make shit in no in my size, <laughs> and I'm not a big person. Okay, 
uh and the poll was have you ever killed a mouse yes it was me or them no i've never had a mouse in my house no because i caught it and didn't kill it and no i just live in a filthy house no i'm shocked at some of these results 61 <laughs> percent of y'all have killed a mouse because it was either them or you mm. just like i have and mm-hmm. i agree with that them or you you got to go yeah you don't pay right here 25 percent, y'all never had a mouse in your house so i understand you guys don't know what you would do true now there are eight percent that say no because they caught a mouse and they didn't kill it what'd you do with it then release they it probably the release wild? it into the wild yeah they probably so it can come back in right they probably let it eat and they cheese and shit in their fridge mm-hmm. they don't they don't care mm-hmm. uh and then six percent of y'all said you never killed a mouse you just so you just live in a in a filthy house you just you have mice and that's okay uh let's see what the comments were tanya g says it was actually our cat who caught and killed it uh well you bought the cat so you killed the mouse <laughs> right you were you invested in the cat capadonna says when i moved to new york rodents were a common problem even after a thorough scrubbing my cat was a ready-made rat seeking missile when i lived near the city and rod you can karen you and karen would get along with my wife as she damn jumps out of her skin at the sight of a fly or ant uh i i don't get too freaked out about most critters other than i probably didn't scrub a spot in the house well enough also i live in the desert leave a window open long enough something's bound to fly or crawl into the crib on a hot day ant lizard bird etc mice don't scare me as much as roaches especially after i moved to la where you commonly find mexican cockroaches that can fly bite you and are often the size of small mice holy shit i've literally walked past a roach on the sidewalk and gave me the head nod dared me to step on him and <laughs> walked on by little bastard didn't scurry or flinch damn near challenged me to stay off on a santa monica boulevard <laughs> that well that was a whole new level of terrifying and gross getting bitched by a bug <laughs> jerry the mouse says never killed a mouse but i have killed fools like you okay jerry <laughs> I see what you're trying to say, dog, but why don't you work on time to cat, okay? <laughs> Fuck you up and your little cousin, Slowpoke and Speedy. I'm good. I don't care, Jerry. And your little baby cousin. Mm-hmm. Uh, EVE says, I think I just saw a mouse tonight in my garage. First thing in the morning, I'm going to Home Depot to get traps because that little bastard is going down like Nino Brown. <laughs> going down like Nino Brown. He got to go. <laughs> you're serious when you start rhyming uh episode 1174 suburban twitter um where uh we talked about that uber fight and zelia mm-hmm. banks and shit law says i'm over here ready to jump in like i'm playing double dutch waiting for y'all to review the walking dead i got a couple things to get off my chest haha that episode blew my high chay chay says hey Ryder can heads up i sent a five-star review my second via stitcher a couple of weeks ago not sure if stitcher is acting funny again i only bring it up because i specifically mentioned how much i love your theme songs to the games and how i sing out loud in public and don't give a shit who cares lol i may or may not have my choreography to guess the race but that's besides the point <laughs> life won't be right without fucking with black people theme song i feel fucked with i guess i had to pause the show and sing an appropriate song until further notice seriously though the songs are great and they make me happy can't wait for that return peace yeah we someone got to- bought us the songs on itunes oh they gifted you. the album to me so i was i like i'm still kind of want to play around and see if we can find more songs oh. but we got we got it in our back pocket just in case guys so 
uh we may just oh, use the you, old sweetie. ones but uh yeah i told them not, they don't have to do that and not you know like don't worry about it we'll we'll, we'll figure something out we like to mess around on the fly and We'll, we'll we'll joke around with some songs until then and they, they were like, like nah mm-mm, mm-mm, i need this in my life i didn't know how much people needed that and they like it. <laughs> right they was like no jingles what's happening acapella no cala beauty says oh my god i need to get in that class action lawsuit against starbucks i've been calling them out forever for being skimpy on my macchiatos uh i don't know <laughs> what the hell that is yeah you can't just give you a cup of coffee it's gotta be you know they gotta fancy it up it's like here's coffee and milk with ice cream stirred in <laughs> usually they fill it up more if i say something and then i'll follow that up with the email and they'll send me coupons for free coffee so me and starbucks have had a love-hate relationship for quite some time those macchiatos ain't cheap right this confirms that i'm not alone and it's been a conspiracy all along but they can still run me my coin even if it is all a 10 cent they got records of my reward card transactions they can they can do that man yeah, that's a good point um, and lastly the poll was do you think bernie sanders really wants to be the president i don't yes he sincerely is running to win no he's running to make hillary a better candidate 47 percent of y'all think he's running to make hillary a better candidate 53 percent of y'all think he's actually running to win Mm-mm. um the <laughs> okay you good karen uh mm-hmm. okay all right yeah yeah i don't i don't not with the answers he's been giving because somebody who actually wants to win would actually have sat down with their team and analyzed and would have full fleshed out answers yeah bill clinton fucked up the other day so oh, yeah it's not like i don't i feel like mad to vote there you go mad right, to vote ain't yeah it's like every time one of them starts doing good the other one fuck up and right. vice versa it, and, and it's one of those things where if it was Bill running and Hillary was talking reckless like this, people would be all on her case. But it's Bill, and I still feel about Bill as if I was, but if I hit it, like, you just need to sit down and shut up, dog. Just take that L, take that L. I mean, uh, should we talk about it tomorrow or now? We can, I don't care. Yeah, I, I guess we'll do it tomorrow because I, I have a lot to say about it. I don't think it's, I don't think it's as simple as it's just Bill, so we gotta write it off. He, he's speaking out on her campaign on her behalf yes, same is. way killer mike is speaking for bernie and we hold him accountable for the shit he says mm-hmm. and bill don't get a pass no like i don't give a fuck about that first black president shit that people joked about like nah you can't talk like that you know um <clears throat> anyway the poll uh answers were nicole says ah i'm in new york city and i wish it wasn't the case but he's definitely trying to make his bid in this state oh yeah yeah the northern states he's trying to actually win yeah down here crickets i just saw a commercial with support from eric garner's daughter promoting bernie as a real champion of black rights with pictures of a younger bernie sanders i'm eye rolling all over the place what do i care what you did 50 years ago when you can't talk to black people now yeah i don't and i don't understand why it's so difficult for him i don't understand like if he has that background and that history i don't see why he would be like you know it would take one photo op of just like marching with any of these protesters and he'd be fine but then again maybe he would lose votes with a lot of white people who think they don't see color and shit and it's like oh this motherfucker actually is out there supporting black lives matter well fuck him you know Mm -hmm. it's just i don't know i feel like at the end of the day a lot of just white liberals are the problem and white democrats are the problem you know what because because neither candidate is ever going to be but so bold on race because there's a lot of white people who 
seem to be well-meaning until you start talking about race shit and then they just shut down yeah yeah because because them race does since race don't matter in my everyday life why should it matter in your everyday life i'm not reminded of my race so why do you need to remind me of your race yeah those aren't the issues that are important to me i care right. about wall street and corporations and you over here talking about police killing people what does that got to do with my shit right uh i was also an idiot and i thought i would share the daily news interview with a fellow few fellow new yorkers who i thought were still on the fence but based on their unnecessarily long email replies clearly all in for bernie not only are they all in for bernie but somehow they made the argument that the article made them stronger bernie supporters what the fuck the argument is always well at least he's gonna try to break up the banks if he can't even hypothetically do so when he doesn't have to worry about the checks and balances of the government how's he gonna do it in real life then they say i shouldn't be asking how how it's just important that he will how do they not see that's a circular argument can we please just get to november yeah 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 certainly like like that article was bad that that review was really bad that's all you know like it's just he had a bad interview uh people went and asked some more in-depth questions I, i i wonder what would happen if he had to give that same interview to like two days from then or you know what i mean like now that you tanked it the first time what would you say this time how have you studied up on it or would you just go in kind of off shooting off the hip again i think he would shoot off the hip again because i don't think they ever had any plan or any strategy my personal opinion or anything like that it doesn't because people can say what they want to say about hillary but a lot of times when she fucks up you know what she does she turns around and she cleans house but but when he fucks up you don't get that same immediate response like he's trying to win well she can't clean house of bill clinton yeah I this, mean, is, this multiple yeah. fuck-ups for him this multiple yeah. fuck-ups for him he's still there so you know it ain't it ain't that simple uh kyle says if bernie wasn't planning on running then he lucked out his supporters don't give a fuck about that article in fact him and his supporters are a match made in heaven it seems because their counter arguments make no sense all they do is throw out buzzwords and conspiracy theories but it's whatever democrats don't vote in the midterm anyway so a lot of shit won't get done no matter who wins basically bernie sanders writes in who cares bernie bros get information <laughs> eve says i actually think bernie is sincerely running but i think he just believes in his own hype and is so entitled he thought people's hate for hillary would help him co- coast to a nomination he didn't expect to be challenged yeah people i mean and it might he might still win on the hate for hillary i don't know what the numbers have to be i really did you read the poll sorry the poll I, those are the poll do you think bernie sanders really wants to be president Oh, I didn't know if you get the percentages or not. My bad. Yeah, I did. Okay. Forty-seven percent say no, and fifty-three percent say yeah. Okay. Um. All right, but uh, yeah, it'll just be interesting to see what happens. I it mean, we got till uh no, November, number. and like uh, I said, I don't know what the numbers are. Uh, he's winning more states lately because they're doing northern, wider states, and um, I expect you know him to do well there and we'll see if he closes the gap enough to uh take the lead but you know and then also we'll see if um bill clinton and the hillary campaign keep fucking up enough to make it a good race you know it's not like they're just coasting through this shit you know she was getting her pander on hard last week and i don't say that um i don't say that pejorative pejoratively at all i i I respect a good pander uh she was getting her game on last week and then bubba just come through on, on talking shit to black lives matter people so you know right right 
Uh, yeah, because it's like, do any of you really want to win? And this is one of those things. But, baby, I love you. But my team would be like, if you don't shut your fucking ass up and quit saying shit, <laughs> be quiet. Yeah. Um, You know what? We might as well talk about it. Fuck it. Because we're going to end up having to talk about it tomorrow anyway. Um, So, basically, Bill Clinton was stumping for um Hillary and uh some protesters interrupted him a few times and finally i guess he had enough of it so he yeah, wanted this, to this is kind of new for him being interrupted right um I'm, I'm imagining if he was president for eight years he probably got protested before yeah but not not to the point of where it is now with the black lives matter and all that stuff okay if you say so i don't think i don't think it's new for him okay you know i think he was a president during a very like volatile time and people were the GOP was coming at them he's probably been heckled before he's probably been if we googled Bill Clinton heckled we probably would find a bunch of shit um but he didn't take kindly to this to these people interrupting him because they were black people and they were talking about the 1994 crime bill which is his crime bill true and I think the 94 crime bill is become an albatross on the neck of uh both of these candidates on democrats in general because so many democrats supported it and voted for it and no matter how you feel about the intention at the time the end result was a lot of people going away uh to jails and and prisons Mm -hmm. that uh you know we put them in the hands of a racist uh system uh that we know is is overly punitive to black people um so and that and once you do that you disenfranchise people you 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 take away their ability to make a living normally you take away their ability to vote in many cases um you you know you take away these people from their families uh so there's just a lot of a lot of negative effects from this stuff because we don't treat these people who uh had drug-related offenses and things like this we don't treat them the way that we treat like white people when they have drug-related offenses like okay how do we get this guy in rehab and give him a second chance it's like no how do we get this guy in prison and throw away the key and there were black people who were clamoring for this because drugs and stuff was ravaging our neighborhood you know um it was like i think uh it's kind of a complex thing where like the protesters have just a goal to present a simple message uh which is that y'all were responsible for this bill mm-hmm. now of course in the big scheme of things they're not responsible by themselves mm-hmm. uh it wasn't even just white people it was many black people who were like my neighborhood's being ravaged and i want these people locked up and done away with um you know there was a ton of and, and then it was it was also at a time where they started propagating the tough on crime image for democrats and republicans especially centrist democrats they wanted to be like hey you can vote for me republicans i'm tough on crime you know so it was a lot of stuff you know where uh black people got kind of thrown under the bus in that situation um or you know the end results were people got thrown under the bus um i forget the exact numbers but i saw something like it's like there were i want to say 11 members of the cbc who didn't vote for the crime bill but they also lived in low crime areas okay so like your constituents in the high crime areas are like yes you better vote for this shit and those constituents are mostly black people so it's like obviously 22 years later 
people are framing it as a very quote forgive the pun but black and white language black and white issue it was white people doing this to black people i think in a lot of people's minds but it really wasn't that simple i was probably only 15 or so at that time and i still remember it was more nuanced than just uh white people want to come to black neighborhoods and and lock everybody up it was well there's crack epidemics it's going unchecked it's not being treated it's turning people into just like ridiculous criminals that are violent and all this shit murder rate is going up we need help you know in a lot of people's neighborhoods so it made sense uh to pass this thing the problem with this is you don't get to make that argument in 2016 to a room full of angry black people who have seen the results of it right their families have been impacted by this our communities have been impacted by this they like even if you felt justified and i'm sure your ego's involved because it's your crime bill right it's your you made this crime bill i think bill clinton's been watching on the sidelines as people uh use this as and and (laughs) also because there do seem there does seem to be a lot of people who are almost um like i I don't know if it's an internet culture thing and it kind of feels like it's an internet culture thing but i don't want to 100 percent say that's what it is but i'm just gonna say it feels that way it feels like before the internet people were a little more um like you like you had to be more knowledgeable to to really get into like arguing about politics or you were just a complete idiot right now it's kind of feels like the internet where when we find one thing we don't like about a person it's that thing for the rest of their lives you know what i'm saying so like um uh if i go oh man i really like chris hardwick and then someone's like well he made some pretty sexist jokes on the talking dead and then for to that person that's the first thing they think of every time they hear chris hardwick right whether i say i like him or not now chris harvey may have done a hundred other things point is gotcha we got the one thing and you're fucking done and i'm not even saying that's not justifiable but i'm just saying that's kind of the culture now is we don't i don't want to discuss it i don't want nuance i don't want to hear excuses i don't want to hear apologies i i I have a thing on you the end of it and i think the 94 crime bill represents that for a lot of people but since bernie voted for it as well yes he did which nobody even though he spoke against it and still voted for it um and people try to make excuses for that Mm. because they like them right but they don't make excuses for the clintons unless Mm. unless they like them true you see what i'm saying so like people are make they will make excuses for whichever side they prefer okay but to me this is both this is like mutually assured destruction in the nuclear event like i got a nuke you got a nuke bernie and hillary should be looking at each other like we can't really bring up this crime bill because if i bring it up they're gonna say well hillary you are um stumping forward and you call black people you call black children basically super predators call these young black kids super predators and it's a myth and it's not even true then you flip over to the other side and bernie if bernie gets brings it up then someone's gonna go yeah but you voted for the thing right so it's like it's a lose lose so if i was either campaign i'd just be like we're not addressing that the only way we would address it would be to say we're sorry 
and it had unforeseen consequences that we right. could not have we could not have imagined at the time if we would have known it we would have voted differently <laughs> right. right and we regret the tragic impact that it had on these communities things of this nature these would be the only things i would say and that going forward we'll, we want to undo the damage that it was done that was done with this bill and we want to uh continue the obama legacy of pardoning people and reducing the sentencing and things of this nature you know you and i'm not i don't work for this campaign i came up with that off the top of my fucking head right. what i wouldn't do is what bill clinton did um in his response where he basically um wait this is actually a longer clip but uh let me see if i can find the other one but he basically told them um y'all are defending murderers and shit um like you know you guys are defending murderers and y'all are making uh you know these um let me see if i can find it um oh now they got the apology out there um but uh yeah he was like you know you guys are uh there were people out here making 13 uh year old kids do crimes and, and kill people and shit and you're like yeah dog um that that's probably the worst way to respond to this you know <laughs> like this defensive way of like white explaining this shit to, to wait a minute people. wait a minute Former U.S. President Bill Clinton faced off against a group of Black Lives Matter protesters during a stump speech for his wife Hillary in Philadelphia on Thursday. The group was protesting a 1994 crime bill he approved while president that they say led to a surge in the imprisonment of black people. You are defending the people who kill the lives you say matter. Tell the truth. His remarks at the rally drew criticism from members of the black community whose support the Clinton campaign depends on in the race for the White House. Hillary Clinton herself has faced criticism over the bill, which she defended as first lady. Back in the 1990s, Hillary Clinton went on record referring to gang members as, quote, super predators. She has said she regrets using the term, but Black Lives Matter protesters continue to confront her over it. Yeah, and you're not going to, uh, like, they're, the protester's job is to be heard, not to be appeased. Like, you're not right. going to appease them. Um, so, you know, that's already a losing game if they, but like I said, the, there's things they could say that in these, you know, these, these protest actions, which are designed to make you look bad and to make you uncomfortable. Right. And I, I think that also protesting, I'm not going to say protesting has evolved or changed, but protest, the purpose of protesting is to bring something to light that the protester feels like is being ignored, is designed to agitate. And that's what they did to him. And mm. it's up to him as a politician how he responds. And he responded poorly. He responded terribly yeah and he uh said something about he almost apologized for the clash with the black lives matter protesters but you know too little too late dog you know what i mean like <laughs> almost ain't an apology <laughs> number one because you're a politician and you've been doing this for a very 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 long time yeah so it's one of those things where it's like nah dog you're not new to this game yeah he's, he's, i don't know how you would characterize characterize the gang leaders who got 13 year old kids hopped up on crack and send them out in the streets to murder other african-american children uh maybe you thought they were good citizens she didn't she didn't he added you are defending the people who kill the lives you say matter tell the truth 
um yeah it's, it's, it's terrible there's no defense for what he said at all and i saw people being like us oh, misogynistic to tie her to her husband uh not in this case because he's actually speaking out On for her, her. Right. this would be no On different than if killer mike calls some women bitches during the middle of a, a bernie rally uh yeah that, that's gonna reflect badly on you for this person coming out and speaking on your behalf it, t- it looks bad on your campaign like if that if, if we don't hold some level of accountability to the fact that this person is speaking on her behalf then it's almost like a get out of jail free car like bill clinton could show up and just be like hey niggers nigger 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 niggers niggers mm-hmm. and we're supposed to be like well it's not hillary it has no reflection on her mm-hmm. i don't want to be sexist you know so i don't think this applies to the you know the sexism thing i don't think mm-hmm. it, it, it passes that smell test i think he fucked up i don't i don't know if he secretly is just like i don't want hillary to be president i don't know uh-huh. see, like it's, it's been happening he a been lot counterproductive ain't he it's been happening a lot with him you know yeah she gotta be like don't it's been one of them i'll be like don't do an event no more on my behalf because obviously you don't know how to do this <laughs> yeah uh so um yeah hillary clinton has charted her own path uh on crime during her second bid for presidency particularly as criminal justice reform has emerged as a key issue in the 2016 cycle she specifically conceded that the bill signed by her husband and the unintended consequences which with regard to imposing lengthy sentences for nonviolent offenses and disproportionately affecting minorities bill clinton has in the past taken a similar view which made his outburst on thursday all the more unexpected yeah it's ego it's white yeah. male privilege he's a president he's rich it's ego he he clearly was like y'all are talking about my bill and present bills for presidents are legacies you know and he's like this is tarnishing my legacy and he doesn't see it affecting other people the way it's affecting this campaign for his wife in the way that it's basically affecting him you know which is really what's happening because um it's not like we go after uh uncle joe over this shit Mm -mm. you know it's not like we come after any of the black people in the cvc that were uh that 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 voted for this we don't we don't really come for them and we don't because partially none of them are running for office as far as as for president um but also because you know we don't already dislike them as people do with hillary and, and and bill at this point um so but the point is you got to know better than that you don't get to go out and just freestyle it dog Mm-mm. he said i realized finally i was talking past the protester the way she was talking past me we got to stop that in this country we got to listen to each other again he also made clear once more that his bill did in fact contribute to some of the systemic problems with the criminal justice pro- uh, system it is true it, it had longer sentence provisions it is true that led to people going to jail for too long in ways that cannot be justified should have said that dog mm-hmm not gonna get it being defensive and uh yelling at these protesters tell you like that you are not because at the end of the day the clip ain't gonna be the protest the clip is gonna be how you responded yeah he's used to that past that that so many black people have given the clinton hillary clinton machine i mean the bill clinton machine for decades he's just used to old oh that's cool ass bill you know and this is the first time that he met some niggas that just don't give a fuck about this shit like last night i'm like i don't give a fuck about that i yeah. care about this crime bill and you're talking to a generation of uh people that uh are voting for the first time and shit like that they go i don't give a fuck yeah some of them aren't even voting for the first time like some i mean some won't vote but then right. some people are 
his politically you have to be politically aware to even know about the crime bill in my opinion mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people do the do themselves a disservice by thinking that black lives matter are just some people that or not even black lives matter the protesters these protesters are like some uninformed people that found one thing and just show up at these rallies like no these people are very smart and as long as people keep underestimating them they will continue to look bad in these situations like Mm -hmm. they're trying to exacerbate a moment of um you know a, a, a memorable moment when they do these things and bill clinton gave them a memorable moment not one that he would like anyone to remember but that's what he did there's a lot of black people that had that what moment when i know i did you know it pisses me off man because you know it just makes me think about how both both candidates seem to be so tone deaf in their campaigns uh at times when it comes to race and it's just it's just disappointing and partially that's because president obama was so much better at it and i it's not like president obama could come out and say like some real nigga shit or nothing but you know in general he was just so much better at being like okay here's the nuances of the point that people are trying to make as opposed to just shut up black people you know what i mean yeah and the optics of it all jokes aside you a white president telling these black protesters that i know better than you yeah and i'm sure that you know there's a lot of black people that probably hold grudges against president obama because you are the number one person in the country and as far as people are concerned anything wrong with the country is your fault so he'll um, i don't know what or when but at some point people will be doing this to him they probably already are you know it's not necessarily to this level but we've seen him heckled and protested before we've seen black people say they don't like certain things about him so we'll see what happens with that but my i'm willing to bet he handles it better than, than these people the people that you know the i'll just leave if you don't want me to be here and the uh you're protecting murderers and shit like that that is uh. that's not the way to respond anyway episode 1175 lucille ball where we recap the walking dead mark g says i definitely feel like rod on this one i was laughing with childish delight while karen had a fit <laughs> yes be mad <laughs> to me this cliffhanger is the culling we have all been waiting for for the next six months we will have we will have to wonder about it and grieve every character it's a mental fuck like schrodinger's cat on a crack they are all dead and alive at the same time i see a lot of people complaining that somehow this stunt invalidates the writer's storytelling ability i think this was exactly what good writers should do the fact that they work such emotion from us proves their point we're all their bitches like rye said they're gonna do whatever the fuck they want we're just gonna have to keep coming back like a battered wife lol shout out to karen (laughs) also another reason maggie should be the one dead is because it would be like the law of equivalent exchange how cruel would it be if glenn was kept alive just to watch maggie suffer and die i love this episode thank you rod karen mel and negan yeah thank you <laughs> i wouldn't be shocked if they killed glenn after all this shit that would still be funny to me mm-hmm. like they got the emotion out of you that that they got from the comic when they did it true <laughs> like they went yeah. a long way to get it but yeah this is the one way to get it uh ev says one thing that has been on my mind this season is why in all this time scouting has aaron never seen the saviors seems like kind of fishy to me now maybe it was just a plot hole but i hope they address that in season seven well i don't know that it will be a plot hole because we don't really know exactly how much recruiting aaron was doing or how long he had been doing it yeah we don't really know how long he had been doing it and we don't know how far he had been going right or if Um, they ever crossed paths before 
yeah so um i don't know i'm not i don't feel like it's a plot hole necessarily no and if he ever crossed them how would he have even known he crossed them like you know what i'm saying prior Mm -hmm. to this he didn't even know the group existed yeah and he also observes groups so i don't know but but i will say this though if you're in hinting that what if he's like a, a the spy or something in the maybe he could be i don't know maybe uh it was seen kind of sloppy of him to lead that map for the wolves and then the uh and then also be working with the saviors yeah i don't i don't think it's him i will be shocked but i don't think i just hope him. they don't kill him because i i don't want them to kill off another uh lgbt person uh will in toronto says at least not yet i mean he gonna die right they all gonna die oh yeah but i'm just saying right it would look weird if it was denise and aaron like the the blogs and the twitter spirit all this shit would go crazy will in toronto says i want to rewatch the episode so bad but negan still got me shook you gotta have some supreme confidence in yourself to cut a black woman's dreads and not worry about the repercussions that boy bad (laughs) have we ever seen a better entrance those few minutes were chilling as fuck lord knows what was happening back at alexandria i think nothing's happening at alexandria i think they went through this whole thing just to show them who's the boss and they're gonna pack them in the pack them back in the van with that headless corpse and be like go you know now y'all work for us uh i'm sure that old boy that asked rick if they should make a deal is likely the one giving negan negan info spencer maybe i guess it's possible great episode next season can't start soon enough for me yeah i don't know man i personally don't think the snitch is in alexandria but who knows maybe maybe there's a snitch in there and the poll was how'd you feel about the cliffhanger ending to season six more like karen or more like rod 38 percent of y'all felt like me 63 percent of y'all felt like karen to which i say <laughs> yes <laughs> feed me your pain <laughs> felt five says i stand with karen i'm mad and i ain't watching fear the walking dead neither due to this season finale see y'all on the 24th for them thrones way to be strong felt five <laughs> give it up cold turkey lj esk says i guess my vote leans more towards karen not necessarily because the show left on the cliffhanger but no more so because it had intim- intimated throughout the season that deaths significant deaths were forthcoming and we essentially got two deaths denise and whoever took that fatal dance of lucille giving some space away from the finale and after rewatching it a few times i'm not nearly as angry as i was i was certainly not going to stop watching it because shit i want to know who got that work as always a lot of reviews this season you guys are more reliable than rick's hair is is wet during tight situations i'm out <laughs> his hair is wet it be soaked uh yeah um yeah i gotta say man who told you that deaths were coming what did the show do to intimate that there were a lot of deaths coming was it the show or was it fans hmm? think about it a lot of people reading them books walking around like they cock of the walk dog telling everybody that what's gonna happen to him all up in my mentions telling me how it's gonna go because they read a fucking book that i read being wrong as shit just saying yeah i never had that problem because i i've always counted them as two separate universes yeah i I would love to i 
you know even even if it was us because i was like i would love them to kill more than one person i love them to kill like five people and shit i don't give yeah, a fuck it might, but that's might but that's just person. me that's just what i want that don't mean that's what the show's leading us to think it's gonna do true you know the only thing we knew was with the appearance of Negan, at least one person was gonna die because you know the assumption is that's what happens in the uh book and we do know somebody got the business so somebody dead everybody pray for your favorites all right guys we had one <laughs> one voicemail hey rod and karen this is tina um it's 105 in the morning and i'm listening to the bourbon twitter i think i didn't even call to talk about that but i just called to make a comment on the beehive and the bee watch i'm pretty much on bee watch i've been on bee watch for the past well since the fourth because i assumed it's april the fourth 2016, we divide 2016 by four, and you get the hotel number divided by the sun rays. What does the Bible say? We don't know the time nor the hour. We're <laughs> still waiting and hopeful that she will drop a Zoom because it's getting a little out of control. But you said you're in suburban Twitter. I think I might be in the Bohemian Twitter, somewhere between the gays and the African-Americans the gentrified area, as it were, because my Twitter is a mishmash of madness. All right, I've been up all day grading papers. Shout out to my students. I know some of y'all listening. Um, and I uh, just want to say, hey, guys, hope everything is well. Hope to talk to you soon. Take care. Oh, Karen, yay, yay, yay for working out. Keep it up. It rocks. And by the way, I personally love the hood gym. Um, I miss the hood gym. I used to go to this gym, and it was like going to the club, to the windows, to the walls, sweat comes off my balls. There's choreography on the spin cycle. It kept me motivated because right now, all I have is I'm hearing pornography music when I'm working out, and it's not hot. Right, because right, they're breathing hard. <laughs> yeah, because everybody breathing. Oh, you hear You're like, okay, come on um and thank you for 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 writing in thank you um yeah i i feel like i live in suburban part of black twitter i still live in black twitter city though like uh so i don't i'm 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 on the outskirts put like this um i'm far enough where i ain't downtown but i ain't far enough where i'm in another state so i'm in like the surrounding uh area no you you firmly in black twitter uh city you can't don't try to pretend i'll never see you interacting with white people stop let's stop the lies everybody i, I do got white people y'all y'all special snowflakes to me okay <laughs> trying to try to act like y'all not dead in the center um <laughs> i'm not right at, whatever i know i'm not with the nothing to lose folks well yeah well shit there nobody's with nothing to lose i mean i wouldn't mess with anybody that was with nothing to lose twitter some people need need help i'm not that group did you want to open up the phone line not really we got a lot of emails okay uh about deadbeat dads this is from app App evil he says i was listening to the feedback episodes and was thinking what is your guys opinion on men who pay the child support but choose to stay away from the child for whatever reason i try that means i'm doing and getting better at it i guess that's his signature uh i don't know um what is what do i think about it i mean personally i think you should be in your kid's life if you have any way of uh being in your kid's life and working on if that means working on yourself so that you be ready to do that 
um so that you won't be a detriment to your kid's life i think that's positive as well um i had too many friends that you know end of the day wish their father had been around come on dog and i think a lot of times people think uh about the shame that they feel and the pain that they feel about being a not being a being able to provide or being able to be there for their kids or whatever but what about your kid isn't that what it's really about how they feel because your kid don't know all that bullshit and they don't really you know like they don't care yeah like your kid's happy to be with somebody that's happy to be with them um so i i mean (laughs) legally if your thing is i'm gonna do the minimum pay child support and stay away i mean that's what it is nobody can make you be around your kid and maybe you would be a detriment if you come around with that attitude but you know it, it we're just ideally saying like to me that's you know that this is a, a, an arrangement involving a child that doesn't really have a choice in the matter so i would hope that people would step up and try to do what's best for their kids right because it's one of those things where it's amazing how when people actually make a conscious decision that they don't want to have children society in the general looks at them and say that they're selfish that's not selfish because i didn't bring someone in the world once you bring somebody in the world and you don't take care of your responsibility be it financially and your time because you you actually need both money is nice but for a lot of children even if you don't got the money your time to a child is more precious than your money and it's just one of those things where a child actually needs both. I don't know where that disconnect from people are. And to me, that's selfish. When you are so wrapped up in your own world as an adult that you don't take in consideration how your decisions is affecting another human being outside of that mother or that father that you had that child with. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that that's that's what I would take from it. Um, you know, I, th- I think and obviously it would depend on the reasons but it just seems like in some cases we look for any reason to let a guy off the hook because we wouldn't we wouldn't accept these reasons from from women if a woman was like what if i just want to pay child support and let and just stay away from my child and let somebody else raise them let them let the father raise them most of us would look at that as a level of um uh as a mark on her motherhood Mm -hmm. like you're just not a good mother you don't care about your kid you supposed to have your kid it's it's a clear double standard uh meanwhile most women are the ones who are there and we still right still come down on them which is just it's so fucked up you know it's so fucked up so personally i think you know people need to do better and if you can be around your kid you should be around them and you know monetarily wise if you can't take care of your financial obligations to your child that's a whole nother ball of wax that you really need to work out with the partner and figure out what you can do in your life to really contribute but as far as um and work out with the the parent co-parent or whatever Mm -hmm. but as far as the child the child don't necessarily know that Mm -mm. and it's not the child's responsibility yeah so it's like why why is the child got to be victimized cuz of, of of mistakes or feelings that you have, you know? Right, that you can't get past grown person. White people talking about racism. This is from Shayna. She says, "Hi Karen and Rod. You guys are awesome. I love the podcast. You guys turn out so much great material. I can't get enough of it. 
i don't initiate conversations about racism with my friends of color because i think these people are my friends they're just trying to live their lives i don't want them to feel like they have to be guides or teachers on racism white people all over the media say ignorant stuff about racism in your opinions does it annoy you when guys uh does it annoy you guys when non-ignorant white people talk about racism does it feel like someone is speaking about something they have no business speaking about uh, i think there are some white people who are well-meaning but say uh uh say stay mum about racism because they don't want to make people of color feel like they have uh to guide white people through the conversation um well before we even continue i'll say for me personally if someone is white and they're my friend we will end up talking about race because i care about it and i think about it and it affects my life it's like if i have a friend that's a woman i can't imagine that her gender would be off topic like off limits like we don't talk about anything involving your you know your gender like if you want to talk about work cool but if you didn't get that promotion and you think it might be because you're a woman and they gave it to some dude well don't bring that shit up you know what i'm saying so like um that's part of it and i think we learn from each other that way right like we have the conversation i don't know what it's like to be a woman i'm not i don't know what it's like to be gay i don't know you know what i mean i don't know what it's like to be a lot of shit i don't know what it's like to be native american i don't know what it's like to be um whatever you know what i'm saying but i it doesn't mean i can't learn it doesn't mean i can't figure stuff out i can't read or i can't have empathy or at least relate to what people go through right um so part of it is just about an attitude i can't have friends in my life that don't have that attitude you know so if your whole thing is fuck it i'm gonna just stay ignorant then why we can't really be friends anyway you know because i'm i'm i want my life to continue to grow and to continue to get better and to continue to to learn things why would i want to surround myself with people that are like i'm done learning you know what i mean like you ever think about the privilege of people that say stuff like well so i gotta say cisgender now damn i mean good grief it's like yeah you had to learn a word you had to learn a descriptive word you know that's the extent of the shit that your life is gonna be so fucked up now you had to use a word you didn't feel like using that's it you know i can't just call them uh i can't call them queers no more like no it's offensive oh jesus god these fucking social justice warriors like (laughs) nothing's changing in your life at all you didn't do shit you didn't do shit you learned a new word that wouldn't be offensive to people you know you do it all the time for other people that you don't that you you know you, you don't have these issues with you know if your black friend says don't call me nigger you get it right away you know if you're trans if you have a friend that says i'm trans and then you're like well i can still say tranny right and they're like no that's offensive and you go oh jesus just so hard it's like is it hard though is it because it's probably not as hard as the lived experience of this person that's going through this this shit right um so anyway um i don't have a problem with it i think um for the most part white people have issues with the fact that it's a conversation that they're not the center of it's a conversation they can't they can't really relate to all the time and it makes you feel guilty even if you didn't do shit you know but as a man i have those situations all the time you know if i'm talking to a friend and and she's like oh um i got street harassed the other day and it was very like i have that feeling of just like oh god this is 
what is wrong with us as men that we can't just understand that sometimes people just want to go to the grocery store and they don't need to be complimented on their ass or like like it's actually cool to just like let that person shop and not say shit they're not walking out the house with some crazy like no one look at me like they're not like they're like they're not they're not being ridiculous they understand that they got on yoga pants and somebody might check out their ass but that's a lot different than going hey hey girl hey psh, hey you got psh, a little so with all that ass girl you know like, hey 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 smile smile like it's different you know what i'm saying so like if as a man if you start to have this conversation with me and i shut it down or try to mansplain it to you yeah or to, right or get defensive and try like i have to defend all men now this is my my role in this conversation is to to be the person that defends all men i'm devil's advocate right i feel like when that's one level of conversation and it's so destructive and harmful i don't have i don't like those conversations but if it's just literally like say say i've never really understood street harassment you tell me you got street harassed and then i'm just like well i mean don't i thought you liked being complimented now that's extremely offensive probably to you as someone who's been experienced in this and have heard it before but if we're friends you can kind of help me through my ignorance and that's your option you don't have to but you can right i don't expect you to you could just go man fuck you dog you need to go read this shit i've done that before too um you know go look up a video or something you know i've done that before but as as friends i like to extend this idea of i have a certain amount of trust and faith in you that we could work through it right and we can talk about it and that maybe this sounds ignorant maybe this sounds dumb maybe you sound wrong at the moment but if you're willing to listen to me i'm willing to inform you of this experience and the bottom line is if you're willing to listen right what uh, what happens a lot of times is that the person of privilege so let's take white and black out of it the person of privilege in that conversation a lot of times doesn't like being on the other side of that the other side of that seesaw where now here's a person explaining to you where you done fucked up and how to make it better and what no matter how you feel about it what you did was wrong and here's why people don't like that shit they get mad they get defensive they get upset they get angry they lash out in various different ways i mean privilege pretty much tell that's your life of privilege it tells you um to feel this way like privileges i feel right no matter what the fuck i say right that's what privilege is you know when when i'm talking to a woman if if at some point i decide i'm opting out of this fucking conversation and chalking it off the women be tripping that privilege does that it makes it alluring it makes it just very easy to do and people do it all the time and you know and and it is um a hurdle to climb you know and i think a lot of times people um dismiss that shit but it's the truth you know so i don't have a problem with the conversation i don't even have a problem um like i said i've had countless discussions with white people about race and shit Mm -hmm. the problem for me comes into the fact when i realize oh you're not even internalizing this or remembering it or caring about it nope this is just like a entertainment for you you know like that was the thing that made me realize like i had to cut off a lot of my white friends was you're not absorbing this information 
you know like when i talk to you about politics i remember all the, your stances i remember for you it's it's still a thought exercise when we talk about race right like it doesn't you don't see it as a personal thing or anything you contribute to or anything that society contributes to you just kind of like well everything's okay right that's pretty much what you need to get back to and if you're not willing to have a conversation where it ends with no shit ain't okay it's fucked up then we we can't really like that's not really a friendship Mm-mm. so you know i i had a, a issue with a friend like uh maybe two weeks ago uh I, ironically over bernie sanders shit where he started repeating shit from a conversation we had a couple months ago and i had already answered all these questions but he was asking me again and i was like i don't know why you don't understand why this is so fucking offensive man like we had the conversation it was even a text conversation so like literally he could have scrolled up and saw where we talked about it before and been like oh that's right this is what you said and he didn't even bother to do that and i was like it's fucking it's just offensive right because you don't care yeah i was like you don't care you're you're like the only thing you care about is telling me who to vote for Mm -hmm. and me falling in line with what you think i should do that's it like beyond that you don't give a fuck and i was like you know we hadn't talked in a few months right before that i was like you didn't call me up like let's go out to lunch you don't hit me up like hey what are you up to or privately email me or like nothing no contact except you saw said something on facebook and now you want to come argue about bernie sanders on my text you know it's it's that kind of shit that um you know that that that's not really a friendship you know in my opinion that's that's uh that's a one-way street and i think that's what a lot of people are are tired of and i'm sure as a woman uh you would probably experience a lot of the same shit you know but just on a sexual you know on the on the on the gender basis you would experience a lot of the you know okay this motherfucker ain't listening to shit i'm saying why am i even bothering to explain why this is offensive you know what i mean so um that's how i would take it anyway um take tim wise for example does he come off as genuine to you guys um well <laughs> i don't know this feels like a loaded concept genuine right like because he records himself and puts out a product so i don't know if genuine is a way to come across i don't even know yeah like yeah i don't know if he comes away as genuine because i don't know tim wise like that um what i will say is his work is valuable uh and his work is not necessarily for me um uh, and i don't use his work like i don't copy and paste and share his videos but a lot of people do and i'm glad that he's out there doing what he does because a lot of people need to be informed about that shit that would not be if it wasn't for tim wise saying that shit you know but i don't see how he's any more valuable than say like uh what's his name jay smooth or whatever they do the same kind of thing but one of them's black and one of them's not and you know john stewart you know he he can talk about race and it and it'll go viral in every youtube video and facebook it'll be shared and everything but if larry wilmore did it it's not going to get the same traction because a lot of white people like to hear this shit from white people mm-hmm. and i don't know how you solve that but i'm thankful for the white people that do take that message me too out there and i don't you know and 
if it happens on our show by the way i have people that me and karen agree on something we say the same thing we go on different rants on our own we different show different things and when karen says something sometimes people just hit up me or they'll just hit up karen and they'll be like oh this thing you said was great then i'll say something and you can tell from the response from the audience which people kind of are more comfortable with which one of us yeah because it's like we both said the same shit maybe different ways but typically we have the same point and make the same like statements as far as like pointing our examples and our passion and shit but you know certain people feel more comfortable like okay karen as a woman i'm a woman i feel more comfortable being like i really appreciate you saying this mm-hmm. sometimes it's men going to me like i you know oh what you said man that was just so cool brother rob blah 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 because they feel more comfortable saying it. but you know sometimes it's not really us you know sometimes it's the audience and i feel like the same thing happens with but i'm glad both of us said it you know and that's and it's because maybe it wouldn't have reached them through karen but maybe it will through me and vice versa apparently so i'm glad that tim wise is out there saying shit that i take his common sense but a lot of white people need to hear from tim wise for they understand it i'm sorry karen i talked a lot did you want to add anything Mm-mm. okay i'm curious about your personal opinions about this because i love the heck out of your podcast i respect the hell out of you guys keep up the amazing work well yeah that's it thank you yep only thing i'd be careful of is you know uh jumping in with both feet and fucking shit up you gotta be careful mm-hmm. you know it's like when you find out somebody gay then in your mind you it's like everything about that person becomes like centered around the thing that is different from you so it's like uh, so how does this mean for gayness you know what i mean like hey man you gonna watch the the game tonight what does this mean for gay for gay people all around the world what is it's just a simple question yeah all right it's like well we watched the game yesterday and uh, but i didn't know you was gay yesterday are you uh-huh. are you watching the game or are you watching the dicks i don't know i mean it's cool it's up to you it's up to oh, you Lord. what you want to talk about what you you know i'm down you know because i think people get eager to get them like ally cookies and be all that shit and 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 i think sometimes you lose track of the humanity in a person right because you just want to like get this experience and you know i'll just say just don't be pressed man because uh it'll happen naturally if it's gonna happen you know and also not every black person or every person in whatever genre gonna feel comfortable talking to you about that shit yeah yeah because a lot of times you don't know like she said you don't want the black person to feel obligated to explain and that's a rarity because for a lot of white people particularly on social media and shit like this everybody's a special snowflake so they want you to take your time to explain some shit to them but they are the 10th hundredth person to ask you that question you're like nah don't yeah social media is totally different uh social media you need to just google that shit i'm just gonna tell you like that i don't have a better answer for you real life with your friends is totally different than social media right social media people want to be the seventeen thousand person to, to get a, per, a personalized explanation that that's just entitlement move the fuck on you got google and wiki just like everybody else but as far as like in person with a friend uh or somebody you know well that i think it's different like then if it's just a conversation and in the conversation you happen to get educated that's cool if it's let me hit you up so you can educate me about blackness uh i would tread carefully on that joint you know anyway your show is amazing oh my right saying thank you for all that you do you all have the best podcast on the web keep being amazing i will also write this in a review thank, thank you. you 
appreciate you omar um twd finale kadesha writes in karen i know you mad but my opinion is this finale was fire i was on edge abraham's face and comments every time they came to a blockhead blockade was funny at first but then became terrifying true gabriel is turning into a soldier for the lord morgan is that a, <laughs> is that nigga on a nag wait on a nag what does that mean is that a nigga on a, oh is that a nigga on a nag a yeah horse. yeah uh finally dropped this uh, drop finally dropped this all lives matter bullshit yes he did uh we do not give a- andrew lincoln enough credit for his acting he went from king of the world to a scared little boy and we the audience was able to see the transition in his eyes yes we were when he saw them dreads on that zombie lord that fire ass ending though that was the best cliffhanger ever agreed people me included were pressed for weeks about what about uh what happened to glenn now look this will have us pressed for fucking months when a show can make the audience express this much emotion i can't the best fucking show on television that's what i'm talking about kadesha <laughs> uh jacob writes in walking dead finale man what is it day walking segment? enid <laughs> enid might be the snitch wants to come so bad uh she knows it, it's a trap maybe what but if she's a snitch I, it makes because she did try to come on the trip yeah she was locked in the closet yeah like it makes no sense if she was a snitch she that she would want to be on the trip because someone dying uh she is always getting missing and doesn't have any actual family to protect alexandra she uh i was also thinking a could be the one killed due to the redundancy of the couples abe sasha baby plans glenn maggie baby plans or they could just kill rick and have car takeover i would love to be mad as fuck about that love you guys just wanted to throw those random theories but uh out there yeah i know what that was jake i know what you're doing dog you just trying to come back and be like remember when i said that crazy shit i was right <laughs> i know what you're doing dog and i appreciate your hustle i know what you're trying to do you're gonna try to come back to this moment but then by the time it comes back you know we will have forgot you said this crazy ass shit and we all gonna sit back and be like what the f-? like like what the fuck was he thinking if it comes back up uh anyway uh britney says hi rod and karen i love listening to you guys you get me through my boring ass desk job every week i learned about you from my boyfriend about a year ago he kept telling me to listen to uncle rod and aunt karen and i'm like who the fuck is he talking about <laughs> i never heard of these family members before <laughs> i finally listened I, never, new family members. <laughs> I finally listened never came hooked i just went premium about a month ago because i was so bored at work and your free episodes just weren't enough anyways i listened to the suburban twitter episode that had me in tears when you were reading the fight between those girls you mentioned that one of these days uh these arguments online are going to result in someone dying well you're 100 percent right i know you don't want karen watching snap because you don't want her to get any ideas but snap made a spinoff series called killer post about oh crimes God. that started from internet beef damn wow that's my new shit that's mine now too i gotta find that wow i can lay in bed all day on sundays watching that show anyways just thought i'd let you know about that in case you and karen want to watch take care and keep doing what you do well i'll watch karen won't <laughs> oh and i know when you ask karen how did you like that like episode referring to the walking dead if she doesn't say i loved it that it wasn't shit because karen always loves it i wanted to know who died but i wasn't that mad i'm still obsessed and we'll be there for here for the fear the walking dead and the walking dead thanks for all you do Brittany. thank you thanks Brittany. yeah fear the walking dead starts actually sunday yep uh, walking dead recap kim writes in 
happy belated birthday first lady karen thank you first of all much love to your show i love it like really love it i'm evangelizing i'm evangelizing your show like rod was evangelizing at a trial called quest since most of the my folks don't listen to podcasts it usually falls on deaf ears while on the cruise with my sister i began playing an episode i think i may have converted my older sister like a newbie she was guessing the race before you read the entire article but i think she learned her lesson by the end of our vacation but that's not why i'm writing your recaps have made me a lover of the walking dead i don't watch because my gore tolerance is very low a friend was uh was an extra during the first season she posted a picture of her in the walker makeup on facebook and i knew immediately that i would not be watching that show until this season after your recast i decided i was going to watch the finale at first i was confused because i didn't know what the characters looked like for instance i thought the dude running from the saviors in the forest was daryl imagine my disgust when i thought rick and crew didn't try to save him <laughs> 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 my attempt to watch almost ended at the library the sound of zombies was grossing me out and it did end with the zombie chain i had to turn it off while thinking that michonne and daryl had been killed and were part of the chain yeah i was messed up until i listened to your recap thank you for the wonderful recaps <laughs> how, how i recap less confusing than the show yeah uh-huh. yeah and shout out to the people who go i don't watch the show but i love the recaps Mm-hmm. i've been seeing that going up and down my timeline some people sad they were going i don't even watch fear the walking dead but i'm sad because you can't do that i was like well that's their fault after i listened to your recap i checked out negan's speech on youtube first of all i was interested because all the women were take, talking about how fine jeffrey dean morgan is second the way you described the speech really piqued my interest and i could tell the gore factor was low i did not watch the beating yeah it was nothing it was just more it was the sound that was worse than anything right just the sound had i googled jeffrey dean morgan i may have endured watching past the zombie chain i love him i'm bad about knowing the real names of actors i associate them with the first time i fell in love with them so jdm has been denny to me his character from Grey's anatomy for over 10 years ago he cur- he's currently on the good wife and it annoys my hubby when i refer to him as denny side note the brother that plays the chief on the blacklist i call him dresser the five heartbeats um but i digress seeing jdm as negan has me inspired to give actually watching the walking dead another chance perhaps i can uh fast forward past all the gore we'll see well he'll be in well this is all we saw of him this season so so it won't be till next season for you to really see him october yeah normally start back around halloween yeah i think we're gonna get a lot of him by the way i can't Mm -hmm. wait i'm so excited Mm -hmm. he's gonna kill that role yeah he's a good actor thank you for an awesome recap and allow me to converse with all my friends that watch the walking dead one more thing karen's discourse on bernie this week was right on time she articulated exactly how i feel thank you sweetie there you go appreciate that thank you for listening and uh uh you know supporting the show we appreciate everybody um and we'll be back tomorrow um morning so we'll talk to you guys then until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.